0: Hey, you guys, you're listening to The Spoken Series, a six-week study on the book of Psalms. This is an incredible study to encounter God through these words in Scripture. It will teach you how to connect with Him through prayer, how to worship Him, and give you the words that you're needing and looking for to talk with your Heavenly Father.
1: If you didn't already know, we actually have a study, a book to go along with this podcast series. So head to our website, www www.forthegirl.com and purchase your spoken Bible study. It is so incredible, full of so much truth and direction to walk through the book of Psalms this summer. www.forthegirl.com.
0: Welcome to the For the Girl Podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready because this is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another For the Girl episode. We are excited for today's episode. We are talking to the girl who's been upset with God. And gosh, this is so real. We all have seasons where honestly, we just want to like punch the wall. We're like,
1: yeah. Let's punched. punch the wall.
0: Have you ever punched a wall, Mac? I've never punched the wall. Have you? I've never punched the wall either, but I hear people yeah. do it that. Seems, and it, it seems, seems like it would get it out of view, yeah. you. Yeah. Know?
1: Hurt afterwards, but like Hurt as well. in the moment, feel great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's so true. Well, we aren't really talking about that. We are really just talking about what it looks like to be honest with God. Mm. Asaph in this Psalm teaches us that we can like be really, really yeah. real yeah. with him. And honestly, it's through that. That we build deeper intimacy with him, that we have more clarity and perspective over what we're going through. So it is really, really good. I'm really excited to jump into it. But before we do, <sighs> before we do, Ooh!
1: we are phoning a friend. I'm so excited. Today we are phoning uh, Ken's, Phoning, calling, phoning Kenza's husband, Telephone. Josh. You know, last night the three of us had dinner. It was a lovely time. That was great. We're honestly going to have nothing to catch
0: up on. We're going to have phone na- like I know. I feel pretty caught up uh, yeah so we don't know <laughs> who we knows may have nothing for you guys yeah. but josh is josh is getting pretty comfortable in the for he's the girl he's pretty word. So used to it yeah. i think it's gonna be good let's call him never
1: forget when we almost oh. spoiled your proposal on the for the girl podcast <laughs> yeah throwback throwback <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go. wow probably.
0: i know sorry We've been oh all over God. the place. What are you doing?
1: Oh, my gosh. Wait, what?
0: Whoa. <laughs> What's
1: happening? You were on, on speaker and it was right in my ear. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it was so loud.
0: It sounded like you were on a typewriter or something. Oh,
1: uh, no. I was – I don't know. Maybe I was shaking my protein shake. For lunch. Oh, no nice. Oh, Josh, you're making a protein shake? Hey. Yeah. It's It's Mac. Mac. It's Mac. You know how good my protein shakes are. Yeah, I love when you make me protein shakes. They're so good. I, He's sponsored I, I by them. Sponsored by Ancient Nutrition. Whoa. Yeah. Not, not really, though. Oh. No. He wishes. Josh, uh, what are you doing today? Not doing a photo shoot for, for the girl. Josh, do you have any uh, tweets in the pipeline that are about to come out on your Twitter? Well, uh, I just had to deal with a a hater on twitter it was kind of funny a hater <gasps> you had a hater <laughs> that's a, i've gotten to that level now that means you're a big deal when you have a
0: hater that's on twitter. right wait josh you don't want to do a photo shoot today
1: no i um, today's my call day
0: ah oh, shoot you're always looking good though that mustache right now is on fire wait josh, um <laughs> you are on the for
1: the girl podcast right now currently no. Yeah, you are. You should have known, Josh. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't catch on faster. Yes. But we have a question for you, Josh. Oh, my gosh. What is going on? Josh, you are
0: on the podcast. Yes.
1: tell him what he needs to do. All
0: right, Josh. We need a little word of a wisdom for you, like a little nugget of truth, like for all the gosh. girls listening, like something good, like, you know, something really good deep in your spirit and soul. What do you got for them? You got 30 seconds.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what kind of wisdom?
0: Probably around Jesus, the Bible.
1: Uh, you need some wisdom on Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do, Josh. Do you have anything or are you drawing a blank?
1: Uh, what are you
0: yeah, doing? Are you breathing Can, deeply over there? Um, like, what's, what's going watching?
1: on? I'm washing something that I was using to make my protein. Well, now that
0: you know you're on the podcast, wow! Could you stop? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what wisdom? Do you have? Okay, babe, <laughs> he's still washing the dish. <laughs> <laughs> babe, this is serious. All right. <laughs> What do you is got? this actually serious? Yes, like you really, you have to finish this up. You got thirty seconds to give a word of wisdom.
1: Oh my gosh, my word of wisdom is get to the tent, spend time with God every day, and uh, practice gratitude. And then also go take a walk out in the sun and enjoy life. It's a beautiful day. Wow, that was good, Josh. You can go back that to washing good. out your. Uh, your protein yep. shake ingredient holder. I'm still shaking my protein shake. Out of nervous
0: habit, it sounds like. At wow, this point. that was. No, amazing.
1: it's because the it's getting clumpy at the bottom. Oh. So I hate when I protein shakes are clumpy. You are
0: really. Uh, do you do CrossFit or what? Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I squatted 270 yesterday. Two
0: oh, seventy. Wow. Now you're just really, really wow. wanting the girls to know.
1: Wow. Tell, tell everyone.
0: All right, well, you just did, so that's yeah. Great. All right. All right, well, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for the wisdom.
1: Oh, <laughs> you hung up oh, on him. I, I didn't mean to you. Not. literally hung up oh, on him. Oh my gosh, I need to text him. He's going to well, be like, wow. Well, rude. hold on. Before you text him, guys, we, okay. that was fun. That's that was your husband, really Josh. Fun. And um, let's get into this episode. Yes. <laughs> let's do it.
0: Hello, you guys. All right. We are really ready to jump into Psalm 70s. Seven. this is going to be good. We are talking to the girl who is upset with God. And gosh, isn't this real? Like, I know that there are so many women just like, just kind of wrestling with God about like something they're going through. And they're like, yeah. why, God, why am I experiencing this? Like maybe there's some people that are just feeling like bitter um, mm. deep down inside of you. Some of you, you might not even know that you're experiencing this bitterness. So maybe this podcast episode is going to uproot some things that you need to deal with in your life to create deeper intimacy with him. Like, I don't know. Some of you guys are just like, flat out mad at him and we just want to address, um, address those feelings and honestly like sometimes these feelings are valid like we just walk through really hard dry seasons and Um, I think it's quick to just point the blame at him. And Mm -hmm. so we just want to walk you through this of like, okay, how do you deal with these emotions? Um, How can you talk to God about them? And where is he in the midst of them? So it's going to be
1: good. I'm so happy we're doing this episode because I think we need to normalize a little bit more this process of of not always being like super excited about what God is doing in your life. Like that's not always real. I think sometimes in Christian culture, we think that if we're disappointed in something or if we're frustrated, or we don't understand it, we almost have to hide it from our other Christian friends. Like we can't be real. We can't be honest about maybe being confused about what God's doing in our life. And I think the truth is that, that doesn't bring us closer to God that actually draws us away from him because it's just like with you if if you and I are off on the same page or off on different pages about something and I don't go to you and talk to you about it I'm going to start to assume things that probably are not true about your character and probably are not true about like what your heart actually is towards me and I think the same is about God when we just like tell ourselves oh I just need to like you know suck it up and pretend like it's not a thing then that bitterness just doesn't go away like it doesn't just like disappear overnight and so I think it's actually something that a lot Mm -hmm. of women if if we got honest with ourselves like maybe there's some unresolved resentment or bitterness towards God that we all have in our hearts and life and what a cool fun process to like not have to hide that anymore but to get to bring that to the light and let God start speaking and moving in new fresh ways yes
0: that is right this is going to be so good. Um, So we just want to dive into this and just like have kind of an open discussion of what this feels like, what it's like and everything like that. Um, Okay, so the first thing that we just want to encourage you to do, anybody who's just upset, mad, bitter, (laughs) angry at God, to be honest with him about this, like, and really, 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 really honest, like brutally honest, like I want to encourage you Mm. to go before God. And I don't know if this is going to be just like screaming out loud in your bedroom Mm. alone or screaming out loud in your little prayer closet, or maybe it's just going to be like scribbling hardcore all over your page, all over your journal page of like just how mad you Mm -hmm. are at him. But I want to encourage you to just get real with him. Like really let out all of your emotions and do this in the presence of God. This is so important. I think it's so easy to just like share this and talk, talk, talk to our friends about like the frustration or talk to our moms about the frustration. Our dads Mm. about our frustration. But I want to encourage you to, um, Be disciplined in this um, and go just before God, or at least to begin. Just go to God um, and let him have it. We actually learn really what this looks like in Psalm 77. I love um, Asaph is the author of this psalm. And if you're reading psalms along with us, you will read a little bit more about him. But he went through some really hard things in his life, like Mm. super, super long, hard dry seasons like seasons of loss death like depression um anxiety isolation like some really 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 dark stuff and honestly the world back then was in a lot of ways a lot harder and a lot darker you know this is yeah. before Jesus come to save the earth and things were we're tough and we see in this Psalm, in Psalm 77, it starts out with him just being brutally honest mm. before God. Yeah. Like I love his words. I'll read it out loud. It says um, at the beginning, just first one, I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was distressed, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out my untiring hands and I would not be conf- comforted. I would not be comforted. Mm. I remember you, God, and I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. Mm. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. And it just keeps going on and on about just like seriously how hard and lonely and isolated and just like upset he was with his life. Mm. And we see things shift through this psalm, which is so beautiful. And we'll talk about that in a second. But gosh, it's so important to be honest. A 10.
1: Yeah. So in our kind of study of the book of Psalms to prepare for this new study, something like really stood out to me was highlighted to me and I actually didn't really end up writing about it in the study, but I was thinking about it here. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a, a psalm of lament and lament means an passionate expression of grief or sorrow. So it's mm. not just like a little like shedding one tear. It is a passionate expression, you know, like you could yeah. be screaming, you could be kicking, you could be crying, um, this expression of deep deep grief or sorrow or sadness or frustration mm. or bitterness or whatever it is. And one of the things that um, we hear Esau say in that Psalm is he talks about uh, groaning. He talks about that word groaning. And when I was studying um, for Psalm, I saw this thing, the difference between grumbling and groaning. And I thought this was so interesting and so mm. fascinating. So a lot of this is done through the context of the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. And there was a season of times where the Israelites... Complained. They literally were like complaining behind Moses' back. They were complaining about how God wasn't providing for them. They were grumbling. They were literally like, wah, 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 you know, God, you're not showing up, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. then, and you see God's heart for it and he doesn't like it. God is like, no, 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 yeah. no. Like, you're literally going behind my back and complaining about what's happening. But then you see the Israelites enter this season of groaning. And I think here's the difference in grumbling and groaning. The difference is hold on one second. I'm looking for my notes here. In grumbling, we run, we rebel against God. We go behind his back. Yeah. But in groaning, we run to God. And yeah. so it's diff the difference is where are you taking your bitterness and your sadness? Are you taking it to all your friends and yeah. literally like sitting there and being like, God's not, you know, I've been single for so long and God's not doing anything and I'm just upset and are you and I'm mad about it? Or are you taking it to the feet of God? Are you yeah. literally taking it before him and saying, God, I don't understand, I don't get it. God, can you show me? Like there's a difference. God loves when we groan before him, when we bring it to him, when we, he doesn't need us to be happy with our circumstances all the time. He actually wants to sit in the mess with us. But what he doesn't like is when we run to everybody else but him and complain and grumble and whine and hate what's going on in our life if we're not willing to take it to him first. And so I think that's why this is so important. You see God's heart that like God is not looking for you to be like a... Uh, rainbows and butterfly, sunshine child every single day. He actually wants you to bring your deepest frustrations, your deepest sorrows, your deepest disappointments to him, and he wants to be the one to process those with you, to sit in the discomfort with you. Sometimes I think that we think God doesn't like discomfort, but I think God loves discomfort. I love that Jesus, you see that every time he interacted with people. He never ran from uncomfortable conversations or sad conversations or tough conversations. He met people in them and he got in the discomfort with them. You know, I love like, that story of the adulterous woman and everybody, they throw her on the ground and Jesus literally lowers himself to her level. He gets on her level, the the discomforting level. And I mm. think that's what God wants to do with us. He wants us yes. to come to almost like lay out before him and he'll get down with us in our grief, in our sorrow, yes. in our sadness. And so I kind of love that. The difference. Are you grumbling in this season or are you groaning before God?
0: Hey, you guys, I just wanted to pop in this episode to give a little shout out to our favorite jewelry company, Fathered. You guys, they have the cutest stuff and it's so affordable. To be honest, I don't even really wear jewelry except Fathered. They have the cutest layering, gold chains, everything you need. Go to shopfathered.com or their Instagram at shopfathered using the code FTG20 for 20% off. You guys, this is the best deal. You're going to love their stuff. You better get shopping. Yes, yes. That is so good. I love that difference. I really like even picture somebody kind of behind the scenes with their arms crossed, just bitter, mad, upset. Mm. Woe is me. And then I see her just start to like, okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to talk to God and all of a sudden these emotions just kind of turn into an action which turns into healing and turns into like encountering God yeah. through this, which is so good. And here's the truth, you guys. The truth is, is that he will show up when you cry out. Like yeah. our God isn't a God that's just going to be like, oh, cool. You feel that way? Great. I'm just going to sit back and just watch you. Like, he's not silent. Like, he's going to listen to you. um, And he's going to show up. I think of, um, like, a screaming kid, like a little baby. Like, when the baby's just crying and... uh, why can't I crib? I almost said kennel when the baby's crying in the kennel, <laughs> in the kennel. which is just That's not what where the human? baby is. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the baby, I picture, honestly, like a little screaming baby is like, Mom, oh my gosh, help me. Ah, you know, screaming, yeah. screaming. And you know what the mother does? The mother, like, runs. The mother skin, runs to the skin. room and picks up her kid. And the father, like, will do the same to you. He will run to you when you cry out like you might not be able to like actually see him with your eyes or touch him with your hands um, but you can be certain that he will be with you. Yeah, he really good. will be with you. This might take a little faith. This might take a lot more time with him, but I just want to shower you in this truth that he will show up for you. Um, he will give you new perspective of what you're going through. When you cry out to him, mm. he will intercede when, Uh, we ask. He will give us the strength that we need. He will just simply sit in it with us and comfort us. And so um, there's purpose in this crying out. There really is. There's purpose in being honest with him. It's so, so important.
1: Yeah, that's so, so good. I love that picture of like, of course, a mom or a dad is not going to just like let their kid cry it out and scream it out. Like if they hear them struggling, they're going to run to them and do everything in their power to try to fix the pain, to try to meet the pain. And, um, I think that that's just such a, beautiful picture of like God is that to the nth degree you know God like wants to meet our sadness he doesn't want to just be like you know brush yourself off and get back out there like he wants to equip us and compel us forward give us that strength so that is so so good I felt that so many times in my own life like it was when I stopped running from my bitterness or my sadness or my grief and started to literally just sit with God that was when healing began to come you know healing began to happen and it didn't happen like how I thought it was going to but it happened in the way that like I think I finally surrendered my heart to like God's way of healing God's way of like tending to my wounds tending to my hurt and it's really just a beautiful process so he definitely shows up for us when we cry out the next thing that we would just want to encourage you if you're like in this season where you're just frustrated with God or you're maybe hurt by him or you're mad at him is to just stay through the trial, like stay planted, stand so firm. You have to believe that like God's plans for you are not finished yet. I think we often get so mad at God when we're right in the middle of the storm we're right in the middle of the trial. Um, And I think so often we just like, we quit. We throw in the towel and God's like, whoa, 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 I'm just getting started. And I think we often forget that like, Sometimes when we're in those trials it t- it turns up the volume for our need for God. For the first time in life, like so often we're so self-sufficient. We don't often need God, but it's actually such a beautiful thing when we're walking through something hard because we need to rely on him. We need him to show up and it gives room and it gives, I think, a platform for God to be able to do some of his best work in your life. Yes, that's
0: so good. I sit with so many girls like grabbing coffee with them and gosh, things are so hard right now. And gosh, those feelings are valid. Like sometimes there's just like long dry sea. Reasons, which you should know that the God that's with you on the mountaintops is the same God that is with you in the valleys, like know and believe that. But I sit with so many girls and like, gosh, it's so hard right now. I feel like I'm walking through a trial just mad upset with God. And I'm like, mm. you know what, like his plans aren't finished yet. Like stick with him, like stay loyal to him. Uh, this actually kind of reminds me of this story um, that we just studied in our daughter series um, through the book of Ruth. We looked at Ruth's life um, her mother-in-law, Naomi. Had a super hard life. I don't know if you guys remember this, but basically, she went. She moved her whole family. They uprooted um, her, her husband, and her two sons. They all went to this new land in Moab. And when they got there, her two sons died and her husband died. And she was so mad at God, as you could imagine. Oh my gosh. And she returned back to where she came from, back to Bethlehem. And when she got there, as she was walking in the city, um, there's a group of people. It's actually a really really small town. So honestly, most of the town was standing there waiting for her. They're like, oh my gosh, is that Naomi? Is that who I think it is. And, um, she says to them, I I think it's verse 20 in chapter one. It says, she says, she's so mad. She says, don't call me Naomi. She told them, call me Mara because the almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me? Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The almighty has brought misfortune Upon me. I mean, do you guys hear the anger in her voice? She's like, don't call me that. Like, I'm different now. He abandoned me. I'm mad at him. He left me empty. Um, and she's so upset with him. And I look at this story as you continue reading and Ruth, you'll see that God's plans were not finished mm. yet. Like yeah. as we move on, to this was just chapter one of Ruth. Like as we move on to chapter two, chapter three, we see God just provide for Naomi and their family and the mm. miraculous and yeah. such miraculous Ways like, and it started with her groaning, with her honesty with him, like with her just admitting her brokenness. And God started to change that plan. You see, when she was in the middle of the trial, she was mad, but she stayed loyal to him, she Mm. stuck it out, she stayed through. Um, The valley season and he turned things around just like he always, always does. So I just want to encourage anybody listening. Don't jump ship. Don't give Mm. up too soon. Like stay loyal. Stay planted. It's so important. Yeah.
1: And be hungry to see God move. I think sometimes we like start to doubt that God will move. And so I think like be Like seek it out, look for it, look for evidence that God is moving in the midst of like your disappointment and your frustration. I think like we almost expect God to disappoint us again, but what would it look like instead for you to expect for God to show up, expect for God to move and look for the evidence of that? I think that's so important. And so, yeah, I think it's so good for us as we're like thinking through all of this is where I think we're number one, we're just normalizing that like you don't always have to be on a high, high with God. Like, that's not real. That's not authentic. Like it's not always going to be like that. It's not always going to be in the clouds, just floating, happy go lucky. Like sometimes Mm. you're going to be frustrated. Sometimes you're not going to understand. Sometimes you're going to be disappointed. And the worst thing that you can do in that is to pretend like you're not, you know, just to like muster up your own strength and courage and just like numb out and ignore this disappointment you're feeling. Like I think it's so important. The first thing you got to do if you're upset with God is to just get honest with him, you know, we talked about the difference in grumbling kind of behind God's back and groaning, going to the God's feet and literally like laying it all out there before him and letting him move, letting him speak, letting him sit in the discomfort with you. Mm -hmm. Um, just like not going to God just to give you an answer, but going to worship him as the answerer, like he's the one. And so I think learning to do that in, in that season is so important. The next one is just remembering that like he's going to show up when you cry out. You're not going to be over there like Ken said, like in your crib crying for hours and hours and hours and he's going to turn off the monitor. No, like he's literally going to run to you as soon as you like cry out to him as you lay it all out before him, just like a mom would run to her kid. He's going to comfort you, give you new perspective, um, show up for you. And then the third would just to be stay planted through the trial like God is just like you're on you're on the precipice of the breakthrough of the moment where like the tides will begin to shift and God will begin to like restore and redeem and renew things in your life so stay planted in the trial
0: yes so good before we close out I want to share this one verse that got me so excited it's James 1 12. it says blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test that person will see, receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but what this is saying is God honors those who stand with him Mm -hmm. like who persevere under trials like seriously seriously it takes the tension of heaven God's like wow she stuck it out like that was hard like that was so hard but I was with her and she took no and she went to me so Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you like get with him be honest with him and stay with him through this trial he's going to to turn it around just like he always does we love you we are praying for you we're interceding for you through this trial and through this season and i hope this was
1: helpful as you're navigating just a tough time yes we will be back next week with another episode guys we love you hope you're having the best most amazing week for the girl fam we'll talk to you next week bye Thanks for listening to
0: today's episode. If you enjoyed this, we would love for you to leave a review. I know everybody asks for reviews, but you guys, seriously, seriously, this is really important.
1: It will help us get to the top of the chart. We seriously read every single review. We screenshot them and texted them to each other, and we're like, we oh do. Oh my goodness, this means it's so much. It's actually one much. of my favorite downtimes. Yeah. Just scrolling. Same. Through. It's so fun. Yes. So we will see what you write. Send us a little like sneaky message on there. Yeah. Say, a hey. Winky winky yes and we will know that you listen to this right here right now and you went to leave us a review and you're basically our best friend now that's so, right I love, that. I love that you guys are amazing thanks for being a part of the for the girl fam we love y'all